What, what up, everybody? everybody? I, hope I hope you guys, guys can, can hear me. me. Uh, let, let me know, know if you guys, guys can hear me. me. I, I am on right, right now. I am on live on, live on, on Facebook, Facebook as well as uh, YouTube. YouTube. So, so I have a lot to, to say about this, uh, these, these events, events concerning police brutality. Um, I wasn't, wasn't going to say anything yet because I, I wanted to address, address the, uh, the Arbery, the Dama Arbery, Arbery, did I say his name correctly? But I wanted to address his um, his story, but I had to wait till a lot of the information came out. But then this new thing just happened with George Floyd. So I'm just like, oh, okay, it's just time to talk because we are now in this 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 new paradox where. Now, now we're rioting, and we're, 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 we're about to cause a lot more damage than the situation needs to merit, in my opinion. So um, let me know, know you're on here. Comment, comment, say hey, say hi, Chris. I, I want to just acknowledge some people or whatever. Um, this is going to be a good discussion. Um, please put your uh, comments in the comment section. If you uh, want to share this video right now to some people you think will be interested in this topic or would like to put their input, I do welcome um, the differences of opinion. Um, believe me, I have some differences of opinion um, and there's going to be a lot of things we agree on as well. But because I come from a two sided, um, there's a two sides to the story idea. I don't just jump on one side. Um, I'm going to be addressing some of my thoughts that you guys may like and some of my thoughts that you guys may not necessarily like. So enjoy the show and I'm going to get right to it right now. First of all, um, I was talking to my friend yesterday and she actually told me about the story of George Floyd. And unfortunately, let me let me put this out here in the beginning, because one thing I do believe that there is a problem with police brutality um, and preface that with but not from a racial racial um, um, outlook. Um, and, and I'm gonna tell you why in a minute. I know you guys are kind of like, oh, what are you talking about now from, it is racist. Um, uh, also, I wanna say, I do believe that there is racism. I don't believe there's a systemic idea of racism like most people believe, but I do believe that there is a individual idea of racism. Racism is on the individual level. Um, and. I want to say it like this, like, here's an example of what I mean. Like, um, we had that um, uh, not too long, not a couple years ago, the Starbucks incident with uh, the police arresting the black man out of Starbucks and they were having a meeting, right? Um, the, the woman in charge of that store at the time, she, in fact, was racist, right? But that doesn't mean that Starbucks has a system that perpetuates that type of racism. So um, there's two different things like oh, we're, we wanted to make it seem like the police were racist or the and you got to understand the police in that situation, in my opinion, was not racist because they still have to enforce what the person who runs that store at that time asks for. If that person is asking for them people to leave, that's not a race thing for the cops. That's a OK, this person don't want you on their premises, no matter what the reason is, their job is to keep you from trespassing. So um, that's what I mean by I don't believe there's a systemic idea of racism, but I do believe that there are individuals of racism because we're in a society where people do things racist, but we we are now fought, faulting the whole organization for one individual act or for individuals acts or 
six individuals because at the end of the day you can't change what people believe or think or act that's just that's just fact you can't change that so I wanted to preface this 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 with that idea and understanding that I do believe that there is a idea of racism I do believe that there are uh, some people people in quotations um, that do their jobs based on that lens um, let's talk about the uh, the 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 um, George uh, Floyd case um, first of all I'm very angered at these officers not the police department I want to emphasize that but I'm very angry at the officers who took it upon themselves to believe that it was okay for them to to uh, put their 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 knees on the neck um, uh, to subdue this guy um, especially looking at all the footage that came out and um, I'm still kind of floating through the, uh, the footage so I'm not going to really analyze the footage as much because I'm, I'm not trying to justify who was right or wrong at the end of the day and we have people talking about well George was wrong I don't know what George did yet until the case come out so I can't say what he did was wrong and what because at the end of the day that altercation it always takes two in an altercation but also there's one who escalates and in this situation I do believe that the police escalated the situation but I um, obviously that's just what I believe at the point I can't say that for factual because I don't know the what happened before the video or after the video I don't know any of the details of the case I don't make prejudgments of that because I don't believe every cop is bad um, but I do believe the cop that had his and I'm gonna specifically hone on the cop who had his knee on that man's neck um, he's wrong he should be fired um, some people think that there's a justification for the other four to be fired because they did not do anything about it because um, uh, that makes them complicit in the idea in a sense yes um, but I think they should suffer suspension not necessary uh, uh, termination the guy that should be terminated is the one who had his knee in the neck and I'm gonna tell you why if you also know about this police practice of subduing a person by putting the knee on the neck came from the idea that um, uh, it, it started back in the past where it was hard to subdue um, people who were hyped up on certain type of drugs which gives them super strength and all that stuff right so um, back in the day when that practice was implemented now mind you I'm not justifying the practice I'm just telling you about how it came to being um, they would use tactics like that uh, which push pressure on the person's neck to kind of make them dizzy and, and be subdued because they were too strong but after that pressure was applied they should have taken it um, take the knee off um, um, but that since then in many states that practice was outlawed so it's okay to put your foot in somebody's back, but not necessarily on their neck because of the implications of breaking somebody's neck or uh, oxygen, uh, depriving somebody of ox oxygen and causing death that way. So that in many police uh, 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 precincts in many states, the police have outlawed that. I'm not sure in this case, um, from what I'm reading, they have not outlawed that practice. So we have that issue as well. Um, but in my opinion, regardless of whether it's a practice or not, 
I, I have police officers that uh, are friends. I have police officers that were in my family, stuff like that. And I'm, they have never had to use those tactics by subduing somebody. So I really believe there was different ways of doing it. I think this cop was just hyped up. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna say this. There is, in that situation, and let, let me get here, cause I know some of y'all gonna be like, what? <laughs> There was so much going on. There's a lot of hyping up. You got all these people around you. They're threatening and they say, hey, get a gen and They're right to say to defend this person. And, and that's I want to say that because I'm going I'm to I'm reiterate on that. They were The people who were around that cop were a right to yell and say, hey, stop that, stop that, stop that. But also, you got this cop looking around trying to figure out, okay, am I in danger? He's already subduing somebody. So I'm not saying this cop had this idea of I'm going to kill this guy, but I can... And I'm, Again, I don't think he had that uh, 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 intent on killing somebody in the situation, but I do believe that the heightened situation caused the situation as well to go worse than what it needed to go. Um, now, what I'm saying, also, I'm going to say this. I'm not going to say that the guy, the police officer yet has was the cause of that death. I can assume that it is based on what I see on the video, but I will not make that a definite thing until we see what the cause of death from um the uh, the coroner's office and stuff like that so because it could it could be a lot of things we don't know if the man had drugs in the system which also caused that there's a lot of things that can cause that when somebody is being in a, in a sense of arrested because there's a lot of cases how people were hopped up on drugs and even the lightest uh uh, uh fight against a police officer is arresting it arresting him caused death because of the heightened the heart going too fast there's, there's a lot of science behind it so there's, there's a lot of things behind this situation that we don't know and we're reacting to it and this is the purpose of this video is how we react is this stuff racist is this stuff based on race is this plus stuff just merely please brutality um and we're making it to race now now obviously again i believe the officer was wrong for putting this uh, uh, knee in his neck and keeping it there once he was subdued. I think that was a bad practice. I think that was wrong. Um, I'm actually really mad at that situation, but not mad enough to do what they're doing in Wisconsin, I mean, in, in uh, Minnesota. Um, but same thing with the Aubrey case. We look at the Aubrey case, how the, uh, the guys, uh, the guy, the two guys shot him. We all talk about how, um, they shouldn't have followed them. They shouldn't have did this and they shouldn't have did that. Yes, they should have. And in my opinion, yes, they should have followed. If this guy's in their neighborhood and they think he's suspect, they had reasonable suspicion. I believe in looking at the case, they had reasonable suspicion, right? I don't believe they went out the way to to uh, to shoot the guy, but I believe that there, there was reasonable suspicion why they was trying to make a citizen's arrest. They thought he was stealing stuff, whatever it was. At the end of the day, that's what, what, what we all have a right to make citizens arrest. In every state, we have laws where we can make citizens arrest. Every state, we have laws that we can own guns and we can pursue people with our firearms. Let's just, unless y'all gonna change that law, that, that is nothing to be, to, uh, to uh, even, what's the word, dispute. Those are rights. Those are your rights. Those are my rights. Those are their rights. There's everybody's rights to own a firearm to protect themselves. Mind you, the Second Amendment is not about hunting, fishing, or gathering, or getting uh, using weaponry for food. It was simply about being able to protect yourself. 
Also going deeper, it's about being able to protect yourself specifically from a tyrannical government. Meaning if your government is tyrannical against you, you can rise up with your weaponry and fight back. That's what the second amendment was about. So let's get, get out of the myth of, oh, it's for hunting and this and this, and he shouldn't have had a gun. Yes, he, he could have. He's allowed to protect himself. He's allowed to protect his neighborhood, his land. Even if it wasn't his house, that's his neighborhood. He's allowed to just like you are, just like we as black people have not done. We, we and it's funny, and, and, and I want to say this. It's funny how we want to tell people to rely on the police, but the police are the ones that we're fighting against, right? We're right now, we're in a police brutality situation, but yet we want to tell it when it's on the opposite end. Oh, you should have trust the police. You should have let the police do it. So you want to tell these two white men in the in, in the um, Aubrey case to let the police, who's also killing us, handle it. I, I don't I don't know what you guys want. So, like, it's it's just so, so many things are just so it's so stupid about all of this, right? And I'm just like we're 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 eating ourselves because we want one thing, but then we 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 say another. We want the police to handle it, but we don't trust the police. So who's going to handle it? In our neighborhoods, we're going to protect our neighborhoods. Now, mind you, um, let me finish well, with the um, the Floyd story. Um, hey, Anthony, I see you. Uh, 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 with uh, with the McMichaels and the um, uh, uh, and it, and I will I, I, actually I just addressed the whole thing about them following. They have the right to follow him. They have the right to make a citizen's arrest. Um, I did my research on it. I looked at their laws. They have a law for citizens arrest. They have that right. They have a right to hold to call the police, which they did. Their their actual their actual um, from what I read, their process is once they see somebody doing if they see somebody and have suspect of a crime, they call the police and then they are to they are allowed to make a citizens arrest. And then hold that person until the police gets there. That is the law there. It may not be in our, your state, wherever you're listening from, but that is the law there. I looked it up. I looked it up in depth. So before y'all get on here claiming that I haven't done my research, I don't do shows without doing my research. So I think you guys should need to do research. Um, um, so, so even if. And the thing is, we can do all the suspecting. Like Anthony, you're, you're saying the robbery suspects were actually doing robberies was white. I get it. Even if it, they were white, it doesn't matter. If you see somebody suspect, you know there's robberies, whether they're white or not, just because there were some white people who robbed that place before doesn't mean some other color person can't come and do the same thing. How we know that that white person didn't say, hey, there's some easy stuff on there. He had some black friends and say, hey, there's this easy stuff. The still over here, you should go get some. It don't matter who color is, who was there first, who was robbing it first. The people in that neighborhood have a right to search out and figure out why people are going it, no matter who it is, who color it is, what name of the person is, even if they didn't match the description of the first person. If that place is known to be robbed all the time and people are taking stuff out of there, they have a right to go investigate why people, no matter who it is and how many people coming in there, looking in that house, why are they in there? They have the right. You have that right in your neighborhood, just like we have the right to stop these gangsters for shooting up our neighborhoods, which we don't do. 
We don't exercise our right to protect our neighborhoods because then we want the police who's also killing us to come and protect the neighborhoods, which is an oxymoron, if that's what you guys believe. So, so and again, again, uh, people, we can argue about um, the idea of, 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 of who has the right to citizen arrest. You have to look that up in every state. Again, you can go look it up in the... Uh, um, George Floyd case, it's in their laws. It's easy to find if you go to the state uh, the state website. So um, I, I just let you know the facts about citizens arrest. Even um, even in, here in California, we have a citizens arrest law. I mean, it's a lot more it's a lot more uh, strenuous here because they have more laws on top of it. Their laws are a little loose. They're they're the South, you know, so it's a little different over there. Every state has different laws. Texas has different citizens arrest laws as well, and how you can do that. So, but we do know that that is possible. So everybody with this, he shouldn't have followed them. He shouldn't have did this. He can do what he can do. He has the right to, just like you have the right to. Matter of fact, when we go on stores and people follow us around, and and, and mind you, they have they might have a racist intent and saying, oh man, this black man might steal. They might have that, but they have a right to do it. They have a right to think that way. They have a right to follow as long as they're not stopping you from having your freedoms. They have a right to think that way. Just like we have a right to think that all cops are racist, right? Just like we have a right to believe that there is a systemic racism in police officers, in police, uh, uh, police precincts or in police policies. We have that right to believe that. And guess what? We have that right to fight that and challenge that, which we are doing, right? So, so I'm not going to get off. I'm not getting off on the moral conversation about if he should have, if he should. Because in my opinion, let me give you my opinion about it. In my opinion, I believe that if 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 um, Nick Michaels and them saw that there was nothing in his hand, I think they should have just followed him and waited for the police. That's what I think. You know, he, they should have used smarts. I believe that. I don't believe that McMichaels went up to him just because he was a black man. Y'all can run off with that narrative all you want to, but I don't believe that. This man, if you look at his history, he was a cop for so many years, and they said he has a squeaky, squeaky clean record, according to uh, uh, the 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 um, his uh, his his office. So, for all we know, we he was a good cop, you know. And then another thing, I saw something on Instagram. Stop conflating. Make America get great again with racism. That's stupid, guys. That's stupid. That makes us look dumb. That makes us look dumb. Just because y'all don't like Trump. Y'all don't have to like Trump. But let's stop conflating that. Let's stop making that something that would that it ain't. Look, to y'all, Trump's a racist. To me, he's not. He's a jerk. To me, he's just a big jerk, a big bully. That's what he is. I'm not going to say something just because a bunch of people says it. And you have not shown me any proof that that's what it is. You know, that's our problem now. We want to convict people. And I'm just talking specifically specifically to my people, black people, um, people of color. We want to. We want to convict people and say people are something without proof. But then when they doing it to us. Oh, that's not right. We're, we fought Dr. Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and all these people fought for not that, that for not to happen to us. But then yet we want to turn around and try to do what we say eye for eye, two for two. And we ain't got no power. 
if we truly want this stuff to stop, we cannot inflict the same measures they inflict on us. We can't. That's stupid. Especially in this type of society. If we were in wartime, that, that's a whole different thing. If they shooting us, shoot back. That's different. They're taking your life. But in a situation where they're not taking your life, they're not taking away your food or taking away your home and taking away this stuff, we need to be doing things in the right way. We have that power. We All these black people we have in Congress on the Democratic side. Not even now. We got black people on the Republican side trying to do it right. Why are we not telling them to, hey, we need to change this law. Hey, we need to do this. Y'all can't get, see here and say that we don't have power now. We're looking at all these, these minorities in Congress right now, matter of fact, controlling the House. Controlling the House. So you can't say we don't have power. We can't get mad. And then and on the same breath, we can't get mad that uh, and say that it's white cops killing black people when the majority of the cops are white because black people don't want to go to the police academy. And don't say they do. I, I, I grew up in, in, in gangster life, guys. I know that life. These people, this be good dudes. Nah, I ain't going to be no cop. Nah, that's stupid. I ain't going to be no cop. You mad that all the cops in our neighborhood are white, but are you not even encouraging young black men to go be cops so that we can, in turn, police our own neighborhoods the right way? Right? But then, then some of y'all say, well, the black, black cops are just as guilty as the white cops. Well, they don't have enough majority in, in cops to, to, to back them up. Because if they do go against what the majority of the cops want, then they are at risk of you losing their job. Case in instance, there was a uh, cop um, not too long ago who was talking about, I think he was in Colorado? No, or Washington or Oregon. One of those. I think Washington or Oregon. Um, and he was talking about how he was able to, um, how he was uh, able to, he, he basically was saying that cops should not be infringing on the rights of citizens. The way the cops have been acting lately here with the overreach, which I do believe. Now, I am very big advocate of getting rid of cop overreach. There is definitely cop overreach, police overreach right now in our society where they get this badge and they believe that that um, they can do anything they want to. I really feel that these these are these are nerds that were in school who didn't have no power when they were in school and they were bullied and now they got a badge. They feel like they all big and stuff. Those type of cops. They got a badge. They feel like they all big and they can just do what they want, tell you what you want. You're supposed to comply. I don't believe in that. I believe that if I'm only going to comply if you're respecting my rights. If you're not respecting my rights, I will not comply. I don't have to help you with anything. I don't have to answer your questions. I don't have to do these things unless you have a reason. And my thing is, I'm willing to get arrested because at the end of the day, you can arrest me, but you ain't got nothing on me. You can't keep me at the end of the day. And then when it's done with, I'm coming for your job. That's another thing we need to stop doing. It's suing the precinct. Come for those people's jobs. The cops that are acting in the buck come from their jobs. If you don't come for their jobs, you're coming for the police station. You need to let the police, like, hey, I, I support you, police station, so we need his job gone. If you don't want a problem, we need his job gone. Because he's not a good cop. 
See what I'm saying? There, there's a way to fight this and get justice. But we always fight in the wrong way because we want to clump one person up into the whole scheme of things. One bad cop in the whole scheme of things. So um, we have to get to the point where we understand, first of all, this is not racism. The way these cops are behaving has nothing to do with race. And I'm going to show you why right here, right? So I, I was looking around, looking at my statistics, um, and there was something that I found interesting. Um, there was something I found interesting on this website. Um, and this website, I had to go through a lot of things to, to make sure this is from uh, statista.com. But uh, I hope I said that right. But um, this graph shows police brutality, number of people shot to death by police in the U.S. from 2017 to 2020 by race. You see right here, white people, 2017, 457. Black people in 2017 is 223. Uh, Hispanic people, 179. Um, who is this? Other, 44. Um, and unknown is 84, right? So let's, let's just go black and white right now. I'm, I'm going to ignore this Hispanic and other and unknown, right? Um, because uh, this is a statistic that actually was uh, um, uh, also, they got their information from uh, the Department of Justice, um, all the statistics, and a lot of people have these studies. There's a lot of people that have these studies. This one I just wanted because I like their graph. There's a whole bunch of more graphs who, who show the same thing. That in 2017, more white people. Uh, look, look, at, look at 2018, um, 399 versus 290. More white people were killed by cops than black people. Let's look at 2019. 2019 is uh, 370. Uh, to 235 so white people were killed more than that currently right now in 2020 we have 42 white people killed by cops 31 killed by cops that's in 2020 now let's give or take saying that there ain't people there's there's precincts that are not reporting this the ones that are not reporting they're probably not reporting their white stats or their black stats so then therefore guess what it probably is going to be if we're already ahead with white deaths when it comes to to uh, um, uh, um, blacks. I mean, whites. We just think about the data that they haven't they haven't even put posted yet and seeing that those those things might still be higher. So. Is this really about race? This is the question that I want to ask people. Is this about race or is it about police overreach? Pre police practices that have been outdated, have been technically outlawed that they're still doing that we're not combating. And I always tell people, we always, especially black folks, we fight the wrong battles. Every time we fight the wrong battle. I go back to the Trayvon Martin case, and I know this is going to be a sore thing. Um, reason why Zimmerman got off is because y'all wanted first-degree murder, and y'all kept saying, it's a racist thing. This man is Mexican. You know what? There is some race, racial tension between Mexicans and blacks, but that's not the narrative 
that the world wants to put forth so they don't care. They don't care. They don't care about that narrative. That narrative means nothing. So we in here fighting, oh, this is a this is a race thing. Trayvon Martin's killed because he's black. this. And you got to remember, when you go into the court of law trying to fight a criminal case of a murder, racism does not matter because that's a civil matter. Racist ideology, if you kill somebody for a hate crime because of race, that becomes a civil case, not a criminal case. So we're in Trayvon Martin's case, fighting a civil case in a criminal case. The only thing the jury, the only thing that the jury had to rule on is whether that man murdered him in cold blood or not. Right? So we're pushing for first degree murder of Zimmerman because we pushing the whole race and it was murder and this and this and this. That was the wrong thing because the facts of the case said no matter who was wrong, whether Trayvon was wrong and he wasn't where he's supposed to be or or he was looking in people's houses, however he, they claim he was doing, or whether Zimmerman was wrong and he was this racist guy following this dude around. The funny thing was he called the cops. That, that, that's just one big thing. He called the police. Yes, the police said stand down, but at the end of the day, as I said earlier, Everybody has the right to make a citizen's arrest. Everybody has the right to do what they want. If he wanted to follow them to make sure that his neighborhood was safe, he had the right. Do I believe he had the right to pursue him, kill him? No, but that was not the case. If we would have, if we would have um, tried Zimmerman for manslaughter or involuntary manslaughter and asked for the maximum sentence, he would have been convicted. He would have been convicted. You know why? Because what happened was they were in a tussle. And when you're trying to fight first degree murder, you have to actually prove intent that he got out his car. Not not the subjective stuff like we know what he did. You know, he did that. He know that he didn't know. You can't prove you know what he did in court. You have to have somebody that he spoke to that said, hey, I'm going to go kill this person or something on video. Him saying, I got to kill this black guy. That's intent. Now they know that he literally got out the car with the intentions of killing. But if you know the case, my strong brother, Trayvon Martin, was beating him down because Zimmerman was wrong and he approached him and tried to confront him. And Zimmerman was not ready for the fact that my brother was strong and capable of defending himself. So he defended himself. And Zimmerman, he was getting the best of Zimmerman. Zimmerman at that time pulled out his gun. So therefore, he feared for his life. So y'all gave away the case because y'all wanted first degree murder. And the fact that he did it in a tussle gave him the right to do it. If you would have got him from involuntary manslaughter, he would have got convicted, in my opinion. Now, there's some lawyers that probably would have said, no, you're wrong, Chris. But if y'all would have got him from involuntary manslaughter, he would have been up the river. Now, from what I know about the law, from the things that I've studied and in the cases that I've studied and, and the lawyer friends that I have and the people that I talk to in the research, he would have been gone for involuntary manslaughter because in the sense that he was unarmed, there was no need for him to pull out a gun because Trayvon did not have a weapon.
So when y'all don't know what to fight, you end up messing up the whole situation. So yeah, there's no justice for Trayvon Martin because we fought the wrong battle. That's our fault. Because we made it about something that it is not about. So in these cases with uh, George Floyd and with uh, Ahmed Arbery, first of all, we know Aubrey was already a troublemaker in the first one. Now, mind you, I'm not saying that that just because he has a past, because I have a past, I have a past. Um, I did a blog about it. Um, just because he has a past doesn't mean he was doing something wrong in that instance. All right. But at the end of the day, people look at that. To this day, I have a hard time getting, I work for myself because I have a hard time getting regular jobs because of my past. Nobody won't me, won't, Nobody lets me live my past down. So while we're getting mad at people bringing up, this person did this, this person did that, and this person did this, in Aubrey's case, uh, and bringing up his background, trying to bring up uh, uh, Floyd's background and his criminal background, how you getting mad at that? That's the way the world works. If that's the case, then why don't you go fight that? Because people like me need people fighting that law. There should be a second chance law. There should be, if, if somebody goes an extent of time without messing up or committing any crimes or doing it, there should be forgiveness for that. Then they can't bring it up. But until then, they can bring it up. So yes, it makes them look good. It, it, it strengthens the case for, for the police. Now, not the man that choked them out. Now, mind you, we still don't know if he died from the choke out. We don't know that yet. So we can't assume that. And, you know, we can do that thing again. Like I said earlier, we know he did. We know he did. But there, there's no proof. Just because we know if you can't show the proof, it don't matter. Did you witness it? He didn't die on the scene. He died in the hospital. So you can't say he died from the knee being on his neck. It could have been one of the cause. That's just like we're doing with the COVID thing. They're saying dying from COVID and dying with COVID. COVID might be a key factor why people are dying, but doesn't mean they died from it. They died with it and may have helped in the sense of him succumbing to an already illness that he had, like a cancer patient. Cancer patients' immune systems are normally compromised. And if you get COVID, the cancer might take you over because now your immune system is being attacked again. Right. So now your immune system can't fight off the cancer. So therefore you die from your cancer. Now that's dying with that's what they call dying with COVID. So in this situation, it may have caused it, but not, may not be the actual reason. All right. So we have to look at all of these factors before we start reacting and doing it. Now, now I'm going to get on this, our reaction. And, and that's why I was saying I was talking about how we fight the wrong battles. Right. We fight the wrong battles because we get hyped up and we get all ignorant about the fact that um, somebody just died from uh, died from uh, what is it uh, from this police officer and this is I can't believe this police officer this police officer killed this person and um, uh, 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 killed this, this this guy and this stuff like this we we just getting off on all of this stuff. Right. Because we get hyped up and, and the hyped up, the narrative that we spend that every time this happens is racist. Now, I just killed that narrative with the facts. There's more people dying. There's more people dying from police killings that are white than black at this point. You know, and a lot of people say you should bring that up in this case. Yes, I should. Because right now 
I'm not talking about the tragedy of the fact that George Floyd died because I don't believe that. I believe that was wrong. I believe it's wrong that uh, Trayvon Martin died. I believe it's wrong that Arbery had to go through what he went through and died. You know, I believe that that is wrong. It should not happen. But when we tussle with people, nine times out of ten, it can happen. Arbery, he tussled with the guy with the gun. So now they're trying to figure out whether the guy actually pulled the gun or because he, because Aubrey pulled the gun, the trigger went off. Because if his finger was by the trigger, that, that can easily happen. They can't tell because it was a tussle. So while we talk about this man killed this man, we don't even know that. The gun card probably could have went off because Aubrey pulled it. We don't know that. I believe the tussle shouldn't have happened in the first place. Right? But then in that, we got to know who actually started the tussle. Now, again, so we, we have to know these things before we start reacting. I know this is hard to hear. I know people are getting mad at it. But you got to know these things before we start reacting. Because we get things like this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to show this to you right quick. Because this right here, I believe, is an injustice to 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 what we we think. Like, I saw this on Instagram right here, uh, so let me make sure. It's not us, it's the police. This the madness that they spark up. This is what they encourage. This is what they provoke. This is what you get out of you taking some uh, love from someone. This is what you get. You get a lot of people that's hurt and they can't vent the right way. They can't no longer depend on the police to be here to protect us like they say they gonna do. So this is what you get. And no, it's not going to end today. I can't tell you it's going to end tomorrow. I don't know when it's going to end. But it's for y'all to start. We're not the ones that's killing us. Y'all killing us. We can't make a change if y'all don't change. Uh, uh, so, in that video, I agree with a lot with what he says. I agree that what he said is basically like we can't trust the police. We can't trust the police with our lives. We can't trust the police when we need them. We can't trust the police. I totally agree. Because honestly, there's some times I'm like, should I call the police or not? Because there, there's some things that happen that I'm like, I'm, like, 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 like the, 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 the Beckys and the, and, the, and the Sarahs and the Rachels and stuff. <laughs> that be in the parks, right? That be in the parks and they're, they're calling the police on black men. Basically putting them in jeopardy knowing that the cops sometimes don't handle these situations right you're putting my life in jeopardy because you don't like that i'm at the park or i'm doing something i'm or i'm filming you or whatever it is that i'm doing and you call the cops instead of just being a grown-up and learning how to conflict resolute if we weren't acting crazy towards each other then some of this stuff will happen right if you weren't calling the police on me because I'm sitting in the park, this wouldn't happen. Say your piece and keep it moving. If you don't like it, you just don't like it, right? So, so we have these situations where, where so I might see 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 a young man that that's African American doing something I know is not totally right, but not necessarily one of those high crime situations. He didn't murder somebody. He might just be in somebody's house. Like like let, let's say in the Aubrey case. I, I'm a black man and I see another man in there. I'm not going to go up to the man. I'm not going to be pursuing him. Hey, man, let me holler at you real quick. 
I mean, personally, I'm just going to ask you, to, let me holler at you real quick, bro. What, what you doing in the house for? You know, if he didn't want to talk and he run away, I'm going to let him run away. I'm just going to, then I'll call the police. Like, okay, now I know he's stealing something because he don't want to be caught. Right? That's good reasoning. That's good profiling because that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to profile. Right? Because that's how we assess whether somebody's dangerous or not. We profile all the time. So we get mad when cops do it. You know, obviously, we get mad because they do it for no reason or they assume that everybody's that way before they even profile a person. But true profiling is, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the mannerisms. I'm looking at how people are responding, whether they're doing it, they're shifty, they look sneaky. Like, we can discern that stuff by looking at somebody. You know, in that situation, I'm just going to let the man go ahead and say, hey, man, I saw this guy in, 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 in this house. He was, he looked like he was... Uh, uh, still and stuff. I think you need to come check it out. This is what he looks like, right? If I can't get a hold of him, call the police. Now, I'll be reluctant to do that, or I'm like, or I'll be like, hey, you know what? If it wasn't anything major, I'm just gonna let the owner deal with that, whatever is missing. And then if it, it escalates, then I'll probably give a description later so that there is some type of apprehension that happens in a calm manner so people can think out how I'm going to catch this guy versus in the moment where the guy is running trying to get away doing that then I cause this young man to die instead of learning a lesson now me I will make that assessment right I believe that's something we need to do because I don't believe that I should call the police on everything but we need to learn how to do that as a society as a whole so this young man he saying um, he said we can't trust the police we can't we can't, uh, uh, we don't know when it, when y'all stop killing. I agree with all of that, I, but I believe in, in this situation like this. If they stop killing everyone, not just black people, right? Then we'll stop this. Now, mind you, he's talking about the riots that are going to, he, this is a riot situation. This is not necessarily a protest, it's a riot situation. Because in, in the background, you can see that they're burning down stuff and looting stuff, right? So we're going to get into that because I don't believe that that's, the smartest way to do things and that's not the way to get the attention because we've tried that and it's never worked right um it's like we're doing this all again as if it works you want real change you need to threaten people's financial livelihood that's how they do us then why we're not doing that oh but burner down target is no you stupid it's in your community <laughs> you can't buy stuff if you burn down the stores it, okay i'm gonna get in that but let, let's get into something that he said that I don't agree with. In that video, he said, he said, it ain't us who are killing us. It's you who are killing us. That is a complete lie. Now, here's another thing that people don't like that I bring up is places like Detroit, Chicago, Milwaukee, uh, uh, Los Angeles, uh, uh, New York, uh, Houston. Down all these places where there's a concentrated of black gangs killing you. And I'm gonna we use in Chicago because right now Chicago has the worst, worst situation when it comes to killing people. But in Chicago, black people are killing black people. So where he's wrong is that we're not the ones killing each other because we're killing each other at a higher rate than the cops killing us. That's a known fact. Just over Memorial Day, I heard there was seven people killed in Chicago. Police ain't killed seven people since Memorial Day. Looking at the chart for 2020, there was only what? How many? Um, um, how many uh, 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 deaths? I think it was. Uh, let me see. I think it was. Let me look again because I, I want to be sure. 
I gotta, I gotta make sure my, my, my notes, right? Thirty-one deaths. Thirty-one deaths, right there. See that? Thirty-one deaths from police, but seven deaths in one day. This is all of 2020 right now, up to this time in 2020. 31 deaths from cops, from black people. We killed seven in one day. And I'm not talking about all the other times this year where we um, saw uh, major black killings, right? So think about that. Think about that. Think about that. That many deaths from us. So. Reason why he says that is because the narrative that the fake media, yes, the fake media has put out. The narrative that the fake media is 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 putting on black people as if police brutality and police are killing us more than our own people. So then therefore we never really really sit here and actually fix our problems because they got to fixate it on racism and racist cops. And then putting other cops in danger because of one individual. Yes, there are cops that are racist, but, but the, the whole precinct, the whole system is not racist. I I, I challenge somebody right now to prove that to me. I challenge somebody to prove that to me. Without a shadow of a doubt. I ain't talking about biased news. Look at your news, because I, I found, and I'm gonna be honest, I found people who have made claims in studies that this is a systemic problem but never showed me the data they just said it was it was a report an article where they said this is this is happening vox does it a lot where they'll make claims but don't actually and they'll say according to such and such and then you find out that the people who they use as their reference were liberal people who were proven a point and if you look at their scientific data or their research they did not even have a true uh, um um What's it called? A true premise, or they didn't have the right uh, 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 sources to to back up their claim. It just that's why when people write articles, I go look at the people who they're referencing, then I go look at their actual research, and then I look at the research and find out where did they get these numbers from, right? Because their research has to be based on something. And then when I go look at it, I say, okay, they say they looked at this site or they looked at this study. No, I'm like, well, this study doesn't say that. So a lot of times they're milking their studies to fit their narrative. I literally, before I do videos like this or I even say information, I go research. This is why it takes me so long to do like videos like this where I'm going in depth. Um, sometimes I just state my opinions because this is what I'm, I'm looking at. I'm looking at this information. But when I dive deep in, because I want to make a point, this is what I do. So I want to make sure that you guys are, are, are getting the information and starting to think outside of the plantation guy. And here's what I'm saying. We should not, as, as a black America, we should not be aligning ourselves with parties. I know there's people like Candace Owens who say you should be a part of the Republican Party. And then you got those like uh, um, Kamala Harris also says you should be a part of... Uh, uh, Democratic Party, I don't believe we should be. We should make each party, each party by our vote. Meaning by by our vote, meaning like, what are you doing for our community? I have no allegiance to you just because you're a Democrat. I have no allegiance to you just because you're a Republican. What are you going to do for me? Trump, what are you going to do for me? Uh, uh, Biden at this time, what are you going to do for me? 
Because if y'all not showing me that, you don't get my vote. I'll vote independent all day. I'll write a name in. I'll write my name in. I'll write my grandma's name in. Somebody's name in. But you're not going to get my vote if you're not going to do something for the communities that need it. Stop aligning yourself with these parties and these narratives. Start thinking outside the box when somebody tells. And the funny thing is this. The very people that are, are, are that y'all are trusting and saying, oh, this is what they said. These are the very people who are telling us we're nobodies. These are the very people that are keeping us in the slave mentality. These are the very people that fought for us to have things that oppress us. Hillary with, with, with the with the with the uh, 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 with the um, war on drugs that was directly against us, against minorities, and we just love her. We love the party and the party that she's with. Democrats who supported it, and we support that. Like, come on, guys. We trash the Republican Party all the time about their policies, but we never look at home. We always want to tell somebody else how to run their house, but don't want to run your house. They don't deserve your loyalty. The Republicans don't deserve our loyalty. They should earn it. I'm going to say that like that. Both of those parties should earn it. So you can get mad. You can have your opinions. But I'm just telling you where we should stand as black united people to get the things that we need to do. And and, and here's, here, here's what really hurts me is our reactions. Our reactions to things like this is why it's dangerous to paint narratives as if everything is racism. And, and I'm, I'm going to show you this video right here. This video is from the Shade Room. Um, they were uh, out at the, the protest slash riots. <laughs> or I should say riots slash protests, in quotes. And uh, let's look at that again. Mind you, 
I don't think. Is there anything left here? Cash register's gone, right? Look at this. How is this justice? Somebody tell me how this is justice. Y'all, people want to, people want to justify this. And again, the, the mayor was sitting there saying, do what you got to do. So they were busting out police officers. I'm talking about innocent police officers' windows. They had nothing to do with this. Police that had nothing to do with that actual encounter. Busting out their windows, throwing, throwing rocks at their windows. And the mayor gave them permission. If that was my mayor and I was a police officer, I would not serve that mayor. I would do everything possible to get that mayor out of office. Because what they not only did was put... Innocent police officers, black, white, Mexican, Latino, uh, Asian, all of them in jeopardy. Innocent people who had nothing to do with that situation in jeopardy. Not only that, put the community in jeopardy of martial law. Meaning once the military take over because the mayor did not establish order, y'all going to be locked down worse than the coronavirus lockdown. You would not be able to go outside. They deem you. Mind you, if you give power to the military, there is no due process. If you don't do what the military says, you will be jailed and you'll be detained without no end in sight. That's martial law. You put these people, you, mayor of Minnesota or Minneapolis, wherever it was at, put those people in jeopardy of martial law and being locked down. All under the cuffs of a of a false justice narrative. False justice narrative. How? How is that? How how is that? How is that smart, people? How is that smart? You just put all of these minorities, beautiful, beautiful minorities, in jeopardy. In jeopardy from martial law where they will not get due process. And if you decide that you want to go outside and you want to loot and you want to do that, there is no due process for you under martial law. The mayor did that. And then we're dumb enough to praise these people into their demise. If Martin Luther King was here, he would be mad. If Malcolm X was here, he would be mad. Because of our response. Not because of what the police did. We ain't talking about them right now. What they did was totally wrong. They should not have put that their knee on that man's neck. They should not have called. They should not have done that. It was too many of those cops. Y'all could have subdued him. Y'all know how to de-escalate, but they didn't want to. Because they wanted to flex. They're wrong. But we're wrong too. And I'm not letting us get away with it. And I'm not giving us no excuse. And I'm not giving us no pass. We're wrong too. There was a better way. There's a better way to organize. Mind you, the Second Amendment. Like, like let's say, Chris, you brought up Second Amendment earlier. Yes, I sure did. But it said organized militia. Organized militia. Keyword organized militia. Organized. I got to say it again. Organized militia. Not this. This is not organized. This is not organized, guys. I'm sorry. This is not organized. This, 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 this is not organized. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. This is ridiculous. 
This is your target where you buy your groceries, where you buy your goods, your, 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 your stuff. You have that no more. You don't have it no more. It's gone. You burnt it down. It's gone. You looted it. You got stuff with Tommy. Guess what? They're not opening that back up. You just, you just fought it. Everyone who worked at that target, black, Latinos, whites, people who are in the same class, the same financial economic class that you are, you just lost their jobs. You just made them jobless because of what a cop did to one individual. You didn't help that individual get justice. You just caused people to lose their jobs. You just caused people not to have goods, not being able to go buy tissue. I don't know what the demographics of it. I don't know how many targets are in that area. I don't know how many of them that they, they, they burned down. I don't know how many stores they burned down. I'm sure that's not the only one. But you burned down the stores in your community as a result to get justice. You just caused hardship for you for no reason. And guess what? You're not finna get your way. That's the funny thing. All because you want somebody to go to jail for he finna go to jail for murder. Let's say he does go to jail for murder. He's finna, he's finna eat. He's finna get taken care of by your tax dollars. He finna, he finna, he finna have all the stuff he need while he's sitting in prison. Why you don't. You don't have a job because you burnt down the jobs. You don't have toilet paper because you burnt down your stores. You don't have clothes because you burnt down your stores. You don't have gas because your gas stations won't open. How stupid are we? I'm sorry, I gotta say it like it is. We're stupid. We're dumb. All of us are. There's no way in the world to justify this action. There's no way to justify this action. Right? Let me move on with this. So, um, one of the things, uh, um, there was a. Um, also, and we, we talk about this too. And I, I'm not going to come into We talk about how. Uh, uh, um, and the funny thing is this. There was a black cop that was convicted of killing a white woman in Minnesota not too long ago. I think it was like three years ago. Did anybody loot? Did anybody tear down anything? Anybody do that? Did they? No, they didn't. Did anybody loot? I didn't see it. He got justice. Because guess what? The family went and fought for it. The family went and, and, and came up against us. They, uh, uh, there was even a, 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 a NAACP uh, person that was on that case. Trying to help the black man. But they got justice. Matter of fact, let's say some of y'all are saying, hey, well, there's no way that um, they, that, that's a white man. That's a black man. Of course, they're going to do that. They won't do that for, for, uh, for, they won't do that with a white man. How do you know? You even give them a chance? There's, we got black judges. How do you know you weren't going to get a black judge? You don't know. Because you didn't give it a chance. We have not given this a chance to go through its investigation, make it to court so that we can actually get some results. If we didn't get the results we want, then by all means, take to the streets. Don't loot. Don't destroy your neighborhood, but take to the streets. Go fight. Charge the police stations. Ask for justice. Charge the DA's office. Ask for justice. 
But you didn't even give it a chance to even get there. We burned down our places, guys. Our response is irresponsible and disgusting. And anybody, I believe anybody who, who, who condones these actions from our people missed the whole purpose of what Dr. Martin Luther King was trying to teach us. Missed the whole purpose of what Malcolm X started it's funny is that Malcolm X talked about by any means necessary, but he also knew when to use those means. You didn't see him storming a place with guns, storming Congress with guns, and storming police stations with guns. He used the necessary force in the right context. That's why he said by any means necessary. Then when it came to being attacked. Then he pulled out guns. Then they pulled out guns. But what they did first was they did diplomatic, they did diplomatic uh, reasoning. They they used the law. It's funny how in a time where black people didn't really have many as much rights that we have, they were able to use the law to get things across. They were able to use the law to get rights, even in a time that we did not have rights. But we got all of these rights. We have all equal rights right now. And for some reason, we can't do the right thing. We got all of these black politicians, all these black people in power. We just, for God's sake, we just had a black president. And for some reason, the idea of doing things the right way eludes our minds. And then we allow a mayor who is not even our race tell us, go ahead and loot. Of course he wants you to loot. If you want to talk about trapping us and baiting us and, and making us do some bad things, he just baited you into losing your whole livelihood and y'all dummies took the bait. Y'all took the bait. You burnt down your jobs. You burnt down your, your resources. That's what you did. How stupid. But anyways, I'm going to end this video right here. If you like this video, please comment, like, and subscribe. Share it with somebody. I really want to know your opinions on what I just said. If you have any opinions on any of the case, the Ahmed Aubrey case or the George Floyd case, or even some of the, uh, any other cases that happened, some of the statistics that I've shown, some of the IG posts that I show, let me know your thoughts right now. Like, hit me up. Like, I will I will talk back to you. I will talk back to you. Hit me up. Hit me up. Um, again, make sure you're following on the Wiley Life um, um, and on Speak Music Radio. Uh, we have a daily show. If you're in Milwaukee, we're on 103.1 FM. Um, if you're not in Milwaukee, you can listen to us on Tuned In or on iHeartRadio, Speak Music Radio, hashtag. Um, but also you can find me on the Wiley Life, Talk on the Block. This is my show. All right, so I'm out. And please, let's start being smart, guys. We out here in these streets.